Hey everyone, we're your host. I'm Kai. I'm Thomas. I'm Elle. I'm Tiffany. And welcome to our podcast, Coin vs. Cancer. I feel today's topic will be hitting close to home for a number of us. We're looking at the topic of cancer and how it can impact your wallet and how your family shouldn't have to choose between saving money and saving lives. To start things off, we're going to start with a story that demonstrates how personal this topic can be. Roughly seven years ago, a woman named Melissa Taylor was diagnosed with cancer after a routine checkup. After treatment, tests, and hospital stays that had completely destroyed their family financially. Not only was it impacting them financially, but the bills and the treatment was starting to impact their relationships. Just after three months of her breast cancer diagnosis, Taylor's family was nearly $60,000 in debt. While it's not, it is very unfortunate to that family, her family's story is not quite unique. This situation could have happened to a majority of Americans. Did you know that in 2019, a widely cited report from the brokerage firm Charles Schwab found that 59% of Americans were just a single paycheck away from homelessness. This study is also a couple years old, so it could have been made worse by COVID. While no one wishes to be diagnosed with cancer, a majority of Americans are not financially set up to lose the main source of their income in their household for even a month, much less for the time required for cancer treatment. Taking off a large chunk of time for treatment could also lead to the job of, loss of a job as well. I mean, health insurance prices in America are really high to begin with, but they're only continuing to get more expensive, which only increases these wealth disparities and leads to people not having insurance. So according to a study done by NPR, more than 150 million Americans receive health insurance through their jobs. However, the monthly premiums rose this year and will only continue to rise. The average increase in premiums nationally was 7% in 2023 and is expected to rise up to 25% in 2024. So of course, this is a huge jump and will only further create even more barriers for those trying to pay health insurance but simply cannot afford it. So those who currently have insurance but are struggling to pay the already high premiums may be forced to drop it, while those who are already unable to afford it will be out of luck even more. So health insurance isn't exactly cheap, and even with a job that has these benefits, an American will pay roughly $111 a month. So let's say their job doesn't include health insurance or if someone loses their job. So on average, an American will spend almost $500 on health insurance every month. And on top of all the other bills required, some may believe that they're just healthy and focus on more important expenses for their house. Cancer and cancer treatment can cause a very significant financial burden on everyone, regardless of prior socioeconomic status. This is because more people are at risk for being seriously impacted by medical bills than they realize, because they're not aware of just how expensive they are. Most people might not tend to think of the worst case scenario or look into how expensive medical treatment can be, but significant debt burdens are often carried for years after after medical care. More than half of debt holders report balances of over $5,000, while nearly a quarter, 22%, had over $10,000 in debt related to their cancer care. This could happen to any number of us. This type of debt stays with the patient and is not easy to pay off. Over half of those with medical debt related to their cost of their cancer care have been in collections. This means that their cancer treatment could have led them to bankruptcy. 
and those without access to insurance take on a bigger financial burden to receive cancer treatment. If even able to receive cancer treatment, families could be in a large financial debt for decades just to pay off their cancer bills. Between treatment, hospital stays, tests, and even transportation, the bills just keep adding up. And when you're trying to beat cancer, many times the expensive way is the only way. Avoiding these costs is just not an option, and with inflation aiding this increase, the burden will only continue to increase as well. Because patients don't want to burden their family, and so that their sixth spouse can qualify for Medicaid, many people are getting divorced just not to be linked to their spouse's medical bills. For many couples, this is the only feasible way to pay for cancer treatment. And if the sixth spouse ends up dying, they want to make sure their living spouse is not trying to climb their way out of the cancer medical debt. If disease is separating spouses and family for the sake of money, you know something has to change. Because of cost, a large amount of Americans die every year from refusing cancer treatment. Americans die each year because they are too late to go to the doctor. This is either because they live in medical desert and they don't have access near them or they're in their, near their homes or they recognize that they don't have the funds to seek medical attention. Many Americans treat the ER like primary care, which gets expensive quickly with unnecessarily, unnecessary tests are done in a high volume setting. Some Americans refuse treatment entirely because they assume they are generally healthy and the price to receive an all clear from a doctor is just not worth it. But when they do need medical attention, those routine appointments could be the difference between life or death. This should not be the loop that, American, that the American health system operates on. The urgency for profound shift in our medical system to ensure equal access to comprehensive cancer care is indisputable. The stories we've heard here today highlight the immense burden that patients face when navigating a system where financial burdens limit their access to crucial treatments and support. The financial burden placed on cancer patients is not only morally unacceptable, but also counterproductive to the goal of achieving a better healthcare system. The current system often forces individuals into impossible choices between their health and financial stability. If Melissa Taylor had received proper resources and help navigating the high cost of insurance and the type of insurance that was actually valuable to her, it could have eased the financial burden put on her and her family. And if the cost of healthcare wasn't so naturally high, many Americans would not be as scared of serious debt. The medical and insurance system has to be changed, where Americans do not have to choose between selling their homes and sacrificing parts of their lives to receive treatment for cancer. We are striving to get information about cancer, cancer treatment, and expensive medical care out into the community. By educating the public about these financial issues with the current cancer treatment system for Americans, we can spark more discussions about the necessary change to help thousands of lives. No one should have to choose between saving money and saving their lives. As we conclude, I hope that this conversation has raised questions in your minds about the financial struggles of cancer treatment and that it has advocated for a healthcare system that places human lives at the core of its goals instead of the current fiscal goals it holds. Thank you so much. We are Coin vs. Cancer, and we really hope you enjoyed listening. As we said in the beginning, we are Kai, Thomas, L, Tiffany. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoyed listening.